Hey there, and welcome back to the Second Lunch Podcast. Is this nine now? I think so. Nine episodes. So, welcome back to episode nine. <laughs> Almost double digits. Baby. Yeah. Uh, we have a guest this week, the wonderful David Twighty. Hello. Yeah. Why don't, it's me, the wonderful David Twighty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, David is a very funny stand-up comic. You originally from Minnesota? Mm-hmm. How? Why? What do you mean? <laughs> I mean, I like if you want to go all the way back, I don't really understand it. Like, because I mean, it was a fine place to grow up, but when people were first like, we're, we're gonna settle the, the great western frontier of the country, <laughs> got to Minnesota, and then winter hit, and they're like, "Wow, that was pretty rough." But it's probably not like that every year. And then like. <laughs> By the time that they had like it really set in, they had a family and shit. And it's like, oh, you build a whole cabin. I guess I'm whatever. in Bemidji now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm from Bloomington, which is where the Mall of America is. Okay, you just don't strike me as uh, Midwestern. You seem very Pacific Northwest. I mean, I I feel like I definitely like. This is my vibe, like this part of yeah. the country. Like, there's a reason why I returned, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. but uh, I don't know. I like I haven't lived in Minnesota since I was like 18. So okay, all right. You've been all over the, New York. You live in New York, DC. Mm-hmm. You're back on the uh, back on the other coast now. When I first met you, do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> do you? Mm-hmm. It was it was actually pretty cool. I've never had a stranger. Uh, publicly embarrassed me as much as he did <laughs> and it was hilarious because I was I think 19 and you were young I mean you looked exactly the same as you do now <laughs> but you were like maybe 20 yeah yeah and I was at last just doing shock humor basically and I was doing well because that's kind of well enough with the audience obviously uh, because shock humor is like I don't know. If you stand in there and you have some stones, people will give you laughs just because you said something outlandish. Exactly. So I wasn't actually good. And also your jokes had like setups and punchlines and stuff too, <laughs> which is like, that's an important It wasn't just like a Gigi Allen yeah. performance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, yeah, he went up a couple of comics after me and fucking roasted me. Oh, I do not remember that. It was beautiful. Okay. What is What is your memory of meeting me? I remember at one point you were like, what do you think of these jokes I'm doing? And I was like, I'm not crazy about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. I've like also just a man, just a really pretentious guy. I just like can't keep that shit to myself either. Like, well, you did until I asked you, it sounds <laughs> right. like. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, it was actually, I credit you and one other comic, Brett Hamill. For being the comics to be like, you know, low hanging fruit. You, like, you, you could you, do better. Yeah, you don't always need to go for it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, appreciate that about you. Uh, well, uh, I love you a lot. I can't you, believe it's been seven years. There's been a pandemic since I saw you. Did you hear about that? Mm hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there was that, uh, I mean, all kinds of stuff. What what else happened? Uh, Kanye has like completely like when you think about where Kanye was like as a person the last time. Like, I'm like the greatest rapper. When I last streak. saw you in like <laughs> yeah. I don't know, 2012 or whatever. Yeah. Like yeah, I mean that that has taken a major turn for the worse. Actually, you, you know what? Everything is, is slightly worse across <laughs> the board than 
Kanye's the microcosm for everything getting worse. Oh, I guess we just needed to be reunited. Uh, <laughs> even the Packers a whole lot. You're pa- Packers, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought so. How do you feel about all this stuff? I like I, <laughs> my friend. Like I have a, a a very good friend who I've known since I was like a little kid, and he's like the only person I know who's like genuinely really bummed out about this. But <laughs> I feel like there is a broader group that's like, oh no, Rogers can't leave. I'm like at this point, I'm just like. I like hope they suck for a while, like whatever. I like I would love to. Not you know, I was like... I have a friend, actually my best friend, who I think doesn't listen to the show anymore because I talked about my feelings about Aaron Rodgers on an episode. Yeah, um, not a fan, not a fan of the guy. I think he's pretentious prick. He's very and... annoying. He's like a really <laughs> irritating sort of guy. Yeah, he and went like he went from like he's like, "You know what? I'm going to start showing people my personality." And I think all of us were like, <laughs> "That would be great. I'd love to know what you're like." And yeah. now we're like, "Please stop." Yeah. yeah. Please whatever you do, stop. This is why you can't trust anybody whose family so publicly hates them. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was a red flag where you're like, "Hmm, maybe those eight people are all dicks." <laughs> What's more likely? No, maybe that one guy is a huge asshole. Yeah. <laughs> but Shane, uh, he's He's my buddy who's a big, still still a Rodgers fan. He's bummed about it. And uh, I was talking to him on the phone the other day, and we were talking about the Packers, and he, like, doesn't want to talk about it. I was like, dude, you're forgetting how cool this is going to be. Nothing bad can happen to us now yeah. because everybody expects us to suck. So anything good that happens is just fucking crazy. It's awesome. Anything bad that happens, whatever. That was expected. Like, we're playing with house money. It's all. It's going to be fun. And I think Jordan Love's going to be good. Yeah, I mean, that would be it would be super cool if he was. But honestly, it's just like I've been a fan of this football team since I was like uh, seven years old. And in that time, they've been to the NFC championship like 15 times. Or <laughs> like, And it's like just been two quarterbacks the whole time. And yeah. it's like, I don't know, maybe we should just like be the Bears for a while. Or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> you you did say things were getting slightly shittier. <laughs> that's an extreme <laughs> Let's not say, let's go Vikings. Yeah. Can we have somebody that's had an offense in my lifetime? Literally <laughs> since 1985. Well, you weren't a Rex Grossman fan? Um, Everyone's a Rex Grossman fan. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that he's good, you know? Like, I actually don't know anything about that guy. He might be insane. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're going to have to put a blurb on that's like, we do not endorse Rex Grossman yeah, or his virulent anti-Semitic views. <laughs> well, like, that's where you went with that right away. <laughs> That's what I'm accusing Grossman of. Completely. I <laughs> love Rex Grossman. Oh, so you hate Jews? <laughs> God. <laughs> Just like the 06 Bears, man. <laughs> All right. I wanna, I'm want i going to launch into a Tinderella question here. Okay. Because uh, I think this is a good one. If And I know you've got a couple tattoos, Chris, but if you could have any tattoo, what would it be? If I could have any tattoo... It would probably be... <laughs> okay, well, let's just talk about the tattoos I do have first. Uh, this one, we talked about autographs last episode. In 2011, pre-steroids, I met Ryan Braun, and I was like, can you sign my arm? I'm going to get it tattooed <laughs> over later. And I did. I met him in 2016, again, post-steroids. <laughs> I, the, the irony of the needle giving me the tattoo is not lost on me. And... I, I, like, called him over. It was at Safeco. 
and uh, nobody wanted Ryan Braun's autograph, so it was super easy to get him to come over. I was kind of shocked, and I was like, hey, I don't know if you remember me, but I did get it tattooed over, and I showed him my arm, and he's like, oh my god, I didn't think you were going to go through with that. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was like, he's, I would have given you a much better signature. He looks at it, and he goes, that is not my signature. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who you got to autograph that, but it was not Ryan Braun. <laughs> Ryan uh, Braun signed it. There was says Jim Tomey. I got an autograph from a Ryan Braun imposter. Yeah. <laughs> I spelled Braun with a W. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, so then I also got. Oh God, this one's really embarrassing. We're gonna talk about it anyway. I have been calling it a breakup tattoo when people ask, but then that just comes with more questions. Like why? So uh, I've yeah. just been lying. This one is actually. Uh, Matt Nathanson. I don't know if you know who that artist is. Very, um, I don't know. Chick music is probably not a cool thing to say. But Matt Nathanson? Yeah. That sounds like a Mr. Show character. <laughs> Nathanson? Yeah. Yeah. All right. He's co-hosting up, a show up, with Nate Matthewson. <laughs> <laughs> so I've just been telling people it's Prince Fielder's autograph. Wait, is... <laughs> You told me that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you could have told me that the the Ryan Braun one is like a lot of different things. Like, like... <laughs> yeah. So I guess my answer would be a real Prince Fielder one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a valid question. How about you, David? Do you have any tattoos? I do. I have. Um, I it's it's like a I have a, oh, a like cool. a tough guy armband, but it's a sweater design, and then I have like a flash tattoo and a little bird on my leg, but. Um, if I could get any tattoo, cause like, I, like if we're not worried about money or whatever, then yeah. I would just like, there, there are people who do like, will do like full sleeves that would mm-hmm. like incorporate this and put other designs in. And I think I would just get a whole sweater sleeve. That's- <laughs> <laughs> I like that because the time you're most likely to show that off, it's the time you'd be least likely to wear a Christmas sweater. Yeah, but- yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got to show your pride year-round. What about you? You don't have any tattoos, right? I don't. I would go Tiananmen Square tramp stamp. Like, <laughs> tank man right above the butt crack. Um, okay. And I want it to be, like, clip art style. Like, really goofy in its simplicity. Okay. And I don't think there's any it's real like meaning South to it. South Park animation of the <laughs> yeah. Tiananmen Square. Or, like, Windows 98 PowerPoint. Okay. Like, a guy standing in front of a tank, but it looks like a guy drew it in, like, four seconds. Either that, or I would get the words pad tie tattooed on me in papyrus font <laughs> but i've been told that font is not the easiest thing to get translated so um papyrus they could you could find an artist that could do papyrus for sure yeah i i i feel confident that i could and it's better than another idea which is like slur in comic sans so <laughs> I did. I have thought that it would be cool, like in honor of the Minnesota thing, to get Ope tattooed, like Thug Life style, across my stomach, like O P E exclamation point, and like yeah. Yeah, in the old English font. I don't know why I feel like you'd have to put on sixty pounds for you to be able to pull that off. All right. Well, if I do that, it's all going to be like right here, because <laughs> that's like I have like a frame that doesn't really carry any weight. So if I like am not exercising and stuff, I just sort of turn into a lowercase b. Like a... 
All right. What's the next question? All right. I got you here. So do you play any instruments? And if you could play any instrument, what would it be? I played the drums before I moved into an apartment. I'm not sure if I could play them anymore. I have tried to play guitar on three different occasions. It's like every seven years I give it another shot and my fingers are still sausages and it goes nowhere. (laughs) That said, I would love to learn how to play an organ like the ones they have at baseball games just because I think that would leave for a lot of fun opportunities. That's also like a job that you can have until you're like 95. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if it pays that well or if you get like health benefits or whatever. (laughs) You can do it for like a really long time. Well, the benefits are great. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, what about about you? Uh, I, in the midst of my mental health crisis last year, I bought a keyboard to teach myself how to play piano. It's like, I need healthy habits. So... I, and you uh, have the finger dexterity for that? I'm not good. <laughs> I'm working <laughs> on it. Kind of around on Yeah, it. yeah. Let's be completely honest here. And I've only been teaching myself for, what, like 15 months. So, you know, some really basic shit coming along. Can you play chopsticks? Uh, yeah, I could do that. I can read music and all that good stuff. Uh, if I could play any instrument, though, it would absolutely be the theremin. That shit is weird. The fuck is the theremin? Do you it's, know what that uh, is? It's like yeah, an electric... Yeah, it's like a... It's like a um, you play it by like it like detects like something close to it and you like change pitches by like moving your hand around it but yeah, it's, it's like it's like a, a metal rod or something yeah it's got like two metal rods and you move your hand and it, between it and it like you oscillates. know the sound of it it's like a very it's like a classic like science fiction music sound it's like okay. <laughs> <laughs> like stuff like that pretty uh, accurate theremin but, impression honestly uh, <laughs> But yeah, it's like I don't know who uses them like pra- like on a regular basis aside from like yes or something. Like yeah, that. they're like, more. It's one of those instruments that gets used as a gag more than a real instrument. Yeah, like a didgeridoo or something. It's sort, of, <laughs> it's sort of a gimmick. Yeah, but the didgeridoo sucks though. Like that, there's like one thing you can do with it. Like it doesn't. You know, like I, you could be like the best didgeridoo player ever, and, and like not- if you put some drums under it, maybe I'll be like. Like, okay, this kind of goes, but like, uh, I don't, it all, like, I don't know. It's It's like, it's got a lot less range. (laughs) To be kind, it's wasted on me, you know? Like, uh, if I, like, if I wanted to be diplomatic about this, but I don't think it's like. Do you play any instruments? I I used to play the drums, and then same thing. I just, like, haven't Mm -hmm. lived any place where I could do that in, like, over 10 years. And I mean, when I was a kid, I took piano lessons. I played the violin for a couple years. I have no idea why. I, like, fucking hated it but <laughs> like we had like school orchestra and you like or, or a band or whatever and you pick an instrument when you we were in like yeah it seems like that happens in the midwest fifth or sixth family, grade or whatever did band and stuff yeah i mean it was like a cool thing to have in retrospect but i think like just like my friend wanted to was like playing viola and i was like i'll do that and then i was like better at viola than most of the other people so they moved me to violin so i could play the leads you know like uh <laughs> But uh, and you hated it. Yeah, I did not like it at all. I have no idea. But uh, and then I played drums when I was like in high school and shit. But uh, yeah, my answer is definitely like if I could play like improvisational jazz piano, that would be absolutely <laughs> yeah. the shit. If I could play like jazz and like rock and roll style piano, yeah. that would be the dopest shit ever. Like, 
yeah. little Jerry Lee Lewis action without yeah. the child bride. <laughs> totally, yeah. <laughs> All right, this is a simple question, Chris. I know you came up with this one. <laughs> David, I'll start with you. Oranges or tangerines? Uh, I'm like a big orange guy. That's I would say that my favorite fruit is probably the humble orange. You know? <laughs> and like the variations, if you get like a Cara Cara blood orange, that's like very, that's like very fresh. Holy shit. There's nothing better than a cold orange. Nothing. We got wow. the right person on the show yeah, for this. Holy shit. <laughs> I wish I had more orange questions. I like tangerines also, though. It's like a good, it's a good, it's just. It's a, a compromise. It's not as satisfying to me. It's like I, uh, I take the orange, I like peel it, and then I just eat it over the sink. And it's the- <laughs> That is where you eat oranges. It's it's never sink, part of a meal for me. It's just like <laughs> eating over the sink is the just, highest evolutionary form. I, of just eating. like devour it like a goblin or a chimpanzee. You know, who needs a plate when you have plumbing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's why I had the question. I don't know if I have an answer to it because my dilemma was this: I like both. Uh, I would prefer an orange, but it's a lot work an orange you know what i mean like compared to a tangerine seems like tangerine's ready to get naked for you you know what i mean it's well, ready yeah, to be the, unpeeled o- the orange you got to take that bottom part out yeah, of yeah there. there's it's just a lot more work the the orange is trying to protect itself it's not trying to be eaten <laughs> and uh while it's tastier the tangerine is much i could i could finish off three tangerines by the time i even get the orange unwrapped that's how see, i feel yeah <laughs> see that's that's what I was going to say, is with the tangerine, I can have the delusion of portion control and then eat a half dozen. <laughs> because when I, sometimes I'm just in a fruit mood, and like a six-year-old, I'll be like, I ate too many oranges, now my stomach hurts. Aww, I got too much citric acid in my tummy. Yeah. <laughs> One We're- time I was in the bathroom like three times in an hour, and Ashley's like, are you okay? I ate too many grapes. <laughs> are you six (laughs) talking about snacks like what what has been like the biggest recent development for you in snacks and like what you are keeping around and stuff like that does that does change uh this might change our gucci or greasy question Uh oh honestly trail mix i have trail mix around now I used to just pick the M&Ms out of trail mix. I hate to be that guy. I hate to say it. I know that it's wrong. It's I just still like, did it. I mean, it's just impractical. You're just adding an extra step for no reason. Like, <laughs> well, you could just all I wanted M&Ms. was... Exactly. All I wanted but was But I want M&Ms. them to have raisin dust on <laughs> right. them. I want a salty coating. Yeah, right. <laughs> it is... And I, that actually is quite nice when it gets like a little bit... There's a little bit of the salt. I want M&Ms that have been hanging it. out with peanuts. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> they have a diverse friend group and i think that that if not it doesn't make them healthy for me but i think it's healthier for them i don't want my m&ms only hanging around with other m&ms those m&ms they're smoking in the parking lot after school these are these are city m&ms they're more sophisticated yeah they have they have custody of their kids still i don't want them to be peanut m&ms let's not get out here (laughs) just friends with the peanuts (laughs) oh boy I'm glad that's our main topic of discrimination is M and M. Trail mix is good. I just, I, I mean, I like have a, I, I don't like have a raisin thing. I just don't like them, and I don't like want them in my business like <laughs> yeah, that. Just, I, I, wow! Like the shit, the shit that drives me crazy is like my whenever I I go home and visit my parents, they're really into like they're in like uh one of those um 
and they're like in a co-op the so they like get fresh produce every mm-hmm. week and it's just like a box of just like whatever and so they make a lot of like sort of salads with what they've got and stuff but they love to throw like a craisin in there and it's like i hate that shit i hate like that is like the wrong kind of sweet in this savory situation yeah you know wow the orange love and the raisin hatred i did not see that coming i, I mean th- i think about this stuff a lot <laughs> <laughs> i met uh, a couple of kids when i was young that lived a healthy lifestyle and the only treat they were allowed to have were raisins that was like their version of getting candy covered in chocolate at least i just assumed that was like a result of some like 19th century ireland depression type living like they're telling you this is for your health but they just don't want to spend money (laughs) i don't think they had a lot of raisins in 19th century (laughs) ireland either they didn't have like The latest, sh- the latest shipments come in from California. <laughs> <laughs> that would make sense, though, if they got raisins and still starved because raisins suck. Like, no, no, taters are bust. Get the fuck out. So, like, I just, I mean, this was sort of, uh, this is something that I kind of forget sometimes, and I have to remind myself. It's like, you are a grown-up. You can have whatever you want in the fucking, so it's like, I I resolved, like, last year, like, I'm not, I'm never not having Cheez-Its in the house anymore. I don't, like, I am, I work too damn hard. To, like, not have access. And you can change it up, you know. I've been doing the extra cheesy ones uh, lately, which is a little bit much. I think I'm probably going back to toasty after this That's a this pretty one, extreme move. Extra toasty is very good. Uh, those, But those are dangerous. You can eat, like, a, I can eat, like, a gazillion of those. But the other thing that's been huge for me lately is I've gotten back into string cheese. Do you ever do string cheese oh, yeah, these days? Yeah. Yeah. I was doing, like, the Baby Bell guys for a while, and those are great. I have no problem with the mm-hmm. Baby Bell thing, but it's, like. Feels more adult. The Yeah, but the string cheese is, like, it, it's still fun, you know? It's like a, a. Do you string it, or do you? Just... Oh yeah, I string it. Yeah, just eating it straight up is sort of psychopathic. Yeah, I, think. yeah, like, I agree. I'm it's like pancakes without syrup type stuff. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. what, are you, what are you doing? I'm guilty of eating a string cheese without stringing it a couple of times when very hungry. But I did the right thing. I ate it over the sink because that's again when you're Why? starving. Very yeah, this is like no mess. That's <laughs> like, like, one thing you get. Like one thing you can for sure say about that is it is not messy. Oh, it's reflex for me. You it's just, just the sink is where you eat. Uh, well, you could have had that in the shower. Have you ever done shower cheese before? No. No, that feels dark. Yeah. My, <laughs> yeah, it probably was. It my, came with a beer. So. Yeah, my shower beers have already put me somewhere between the second and fourth circle of hell. So I feel like I'm <laughs> oh, sort of I mean, food a shower there. beer is fantastic. That's like, uh, that's refreshing. I don't need a salty snack when I'm in the, the shower. Yeah, I don't hot think. water doesn't make you go, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, yeah, like they're just like. It just texturally and whatever, it just like doesn't match the environment to me. Not the mold I wanted in here. Okay, we started talking about this before the podcast. We had to stop because we were getting excited. What is the worst Laffy Taffy flavor? Okay, I'll respond to this first because... Oh, he's chomping at the bit. Uh, this, up- this upset me thoroughly. Katie wanted Laffy Taffy the other day. And so we got some Laffy Taffy. And she was like i'm not eating the banana ones i was like why 
She's like, they're gross. I was like, then why did we get a mixed bag of Laffy? Like, just get the what the fucking ones you want. I don't have a problem with any of them. I don't. If I had to have an issue with any flavor, which again, I'm not going to say I have an issue with it, but it would be great if I had to lose one. It's just there's I've mm. had too much cough syrup in my life. It brings back cough syrupy memories. Grape can go, but banana's fucking good. I think. I have a see. Jake's fuck. Jake's but, not fucking want to talk. I, Go ahead, talk, uh, Jake. <laughs> banana's fucking gross. Yeah, I'm. Damn. I'm not a banana person either. And I think in both cases, and I know a grape is like a Concord grape flavor, but whoever developed those artificial flavors had a traumatic brain injury somewhere. <laughs> like they don't taste food the same way we taste food <laughs> because that does not taste like banana. Like artificial banana flavors. No, but also, like, what does taste like? Like, that is not what uh, a strawberry tastes oh, yeah. like either. Or <laughs> that's like, fair. Or a sour apple. Or yeah, something. right. Can I you mean, imagine it's like, how pissed it, you would be? Or, if it or watermelon candy is like the most insane yeah. one of all. I think. I, mm. Like, and it's like, but it's a magical thing that they did, where they, it's like the idea of watermelon or whatever. <laughs> okay, imagine watermelon, but if it tasted good, yeah. <laughs> it's more like if you if things tasted like a color than like a fruit. Like a yes, banana laughing taste that's, like yellow. That's, that, <laughs> that's I yellow. I think you've nailed it. But I I'm like a big banana candy fan. I like like uh, <clears throat> laffy T- uh, banana's my favorite laffy taffy for sure oh. and. It's the best runt, also. I haven't had runts okay. in a long time. Yeah, now we're real. cooking. Those yeah. things are great. The banana ones, like you can kind of crack them in half between your yeah. teeth, and it's very satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> like candy that makes itself a little game for me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what was your answer? Did you have one? I'm I'm going banana. Banana was the one I had coming in. I totally respect the grape answer, but uh, yeah, I think that the I don't know how to explain this, but grape Laffy Taffy tastes evil to me. Like, <laughs> I, like I don't know. It tastes like it has consciousness or something. Like, it's like the Wario of... Like, yeah, yeah and, is... I, and I don't know how to explain that, but that's like, you know what I'm talking about. I, I, maybe it's the color, too. It's just like this little slab of purple goo that I'm like... But it's a grayish purple. It's yeah. sort of a sickening. It's not yeah, very vibrant. right. Like, it looks like an like alien pur- worm that would climb into your it's brain, like... like in an anamorph or whatever. It's like purple got food poisoning. You look sick. Yeah. <laughs> alien life form that is the grape laffy taffy chris i have to start with you here because i don't know where you were going with this what's your opinion on camp counselors (laughs) what (laughs) here's my controversial opinion about camp counselors i think they're all still older than me I don't know how old they are exactly, but it's older than 35. I am confident about that. I know that people are going to say that I'm full of shit. Most of them are college students, but I'm telling you right now, they are probably 37. That's the conspiracy theory. That's I, I don't know where I was going with that either. This was actually because, do you know Nolan Culver? Mm, no. Uh, how do I describe Nolan other than he looks like he used to be religious? Um, <laughs> but anyway, that's that's where I got this idea because I I went to camp growing up, and it seems like any summer camp 
somehow involves religion. I don't know why. But we went to the summer camp, and I just remember kind of being a little weirded out by all the camp counselors. Not, like, in a sexual way, just in the, like, what? Like, aren't we? Like, why are you hanging out with us? You could be doing anything else. This is your summer, too. Why the fuck are you here? Well, I mean, I had to get community service to graduate from high school. So I imagine if you that <laughs> or you've committed a misdemeanor of some kind. I and don't you need to think get back that's it. I really doubt that they're like, oh, you can work it. You can, like, sleep in a cabin with these children because you got your third DUI or whatever. Like, no, they're not going to allow that. <laughs> your punishment is you gotta is that you're in charge of several kids. That is a punishment. That is brutal. And beyond that, I mean, <laughs> if you're asking me to clean up litter because I didn't pay my child support or... Go throw some football around with some stupid kids that I, I mean, I'm choosing the latter for sure. <laughs> yeah. uh, my uh, my younger sister was a, a counselor at a, a Lutheran Bible camp for uh, uh, several years, and she's great. So I don't know what's your fucking problem with my. Sister? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I'm not creeped out by the girls or women who do it. It was always the dudes. So I was always like, this is just odd. Like, mm. get out of here. Sure. I was also thinking, I don't know, it's funny that you said your sister's a counselor, because I was thinking of questions that would be good for this episode, and you have some sort of counselor vibe to you. <laughs> really? Yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't know. <laughs> like, you have some wisdom, and, like, you'd be the cool well, counselor. Well, yeah, but <laughs> wisdom. You have different <laughs> camp counselors than I yeah, have. I camp counselor that hated you all the, the other ones. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, though, because I'm not old enough, obviously, but, like... <laughs> <laughs> You'd be the one explaining to me why VeggieTales is fucked up. Well, I mean, I liked that show when I was a kid. <laughs> Until I found out what it was about. It had some good bits, you know? <laughs> Larry would sing a little song and, like... I, I like praising the recurring segments on VeggieTales. That's some good ideas. There's, like, a... I think it's in, like, the... um, What is it? Like, the outlet mall that's in uh, Centralia or whatever. There, There's, like, a big... There's like I don't, some VeggieTales affiliated store down there. Really? Like, or there used to be. I remember there always was like a big like marquee with like the VeggieTales characters on it outside of that. Outside of that. I mall. think it was all just vegetable propaganda, trying to get kids to eat vegetables. <laughs> the the whole masquerading as religious stuff. <laughs> the, the kids will eat up the religious part. <laughs> we really got to sell them on the VeggieTales. Yeah. <laughs> The whole drive between Portland and Seattle is like the weirdest place and like on planet Earth. I think <laughs> it's like the the whole uh, the vibes are very weird in like that whole section. Like once you get south of Olympia, and I mean Olympia is like also one of the strangest places that yeah. I've ever been, but. I miss doing it. Like moving back out here, it's like I get very nostalgic when I'm like doing, like go, like driving through Kalama or whatever, like, <laughs> or Longview or whatever. It's just like, what the fuck, man? This is so. Like I've only gone to those places like to do comedy. Yeah. And uh, and everyone is very nice, but I was like, I was in Longview uh, like a month or two ago, and I've never that like. There was so much camo in the audience. <laughs> it was like the room was full, but I couldn't see anybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was like it was like oh, we'll see how this goes. And it was great, and like everyone was very nice and extremely drunk. But like, uh, yeah, I don't know. What 
is the worst place you've ever had to do stand up? Mm. Um, the worst place or your worst set because I've never seen you bomb. I can't even picture it because you. I don't know how you think of like how other people see you, but to me, I feel like you know something I don't all the time. Like that's how I've always kind of viewed you. So when you're on stage, it works perfectly because no matter what, it seems like you're in charge. I've never seen you bomb. I, can't, I would is, love to. That's very kind. It <laughs> happens, you know. Uh, I mean, the, I think the worst bomb I ever had was in Santa Cruz, California. There's a... Oh, was it Fox's show? Yeah, there? the Crow's Nest yeah, the Crow's down Nest, there yeah. where I, like, <clears throat> I went up and... Within, I was doing, I was headlining, and I went up, and within five minutes, I was like drenched in sweat, <laughs> like just like full, you know, like was it the bomb sweats or just, oh yeah, just yeah. like a full like flop sweat, <laughs> and I was like, I gotta do like thirty five more minutes at least before yeah. I can. <laughs> If I get to 40, I can probably leave, but like, uh, but that was, I mean, that was brutal. Did and the opener eat it before you? No, no one did great, but like the, the opener did better. much better than that. <laughs> <laughs> we can't pin it on the opener. <laughs> I, I will say, like, without going into it, I will say that it was probably not a great pairing for that show. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, they were always going to like him better, I think. It was just, like, it was very old people eating, like, big meals, like, during the show and stuff. It's just, like, they did not like me immediately. They made a business decision. If I laugh at this guy, I'm getting reflux, so it's silence for him. <laughs> but I got a nice steak dinner out of it, so. <laughs> oh, perfect. Yeah. I My worst bomb ever was in Lewiston, Idaho. It was a triple gig. Did you ever do that one? No, I never did. Uh, it was in, like... It was at a red line, and it was in their bar room, which was like, you're in a red liner, like, this is pretty nice. And then you go in this restaurant, and you're like, did, why did they just paint the drywall black? Like, well, how is this room so much worse? It was just a weird space. And, like, really tall ceilings. It just was not made for comedy. And on a triple run, uh, there's no host. So it's just like the owner or whatever of the place is like ah uh, yeah so it's comedy night uh here are drink specials anyway uh chris moran is your next comedian and here's one thing when you bring somebody up the last thing out of your mouth should be their name but he said my name and then he said a bunch of other stuff it's and then the just funniest like, thing that you can do it's like <laughs> the next comedian is chris moran he's really funny he's like, also the bathrooms are in the <laughs> back and here he is yeah, <laughs> that's almost like exactly the funniest shit Jello shots are a dollar. I had like just gotten to 30 minutes like of time that I had under my belt. And I go up and I start going. I literally, this is the only time it's ever happened to me, got zero laughs the entire time. My 30 minutes shrunk to 21 and bomb sweats by like, yeah, minute three. It's mm -hmm. a very real thing. When you realize you're bombing and there's no way out. You're, you just start sweating, dude. And I kind of sweat anyway, just all the time. Just always kind of humid up in here. But <laughs> that was that was serious. That was really bad. So, yeah, I didn't get a steak dinner out of it, though. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I feel like I've always been pretty good at being, like, in a situation that is not great and being like, well, the only way 
out is through. So like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. just yeah. sandwich. Like, <laughs> just like any sort of like, if I'm like, there was one time when I was like on a bolt bus uh, from New York to just, DC, just bombing. And on the uh, bolt bus. The, <laughs> well, I was heading down to DC to do some shows at the Arlington Draft House, and it was 90 degrees out. And the bus had no air conditioning. Like, oh. the air conditioning was busted. So we got on in New York, oh, and they're like, we're going to switch to another bus. Uh, and But we got to get out to New Jersey to do it. We got to, like, meet them at this rest stop on the Jersey Turnpike or whatever. No. It's like, all right, whatever. Like, yeah, that's totally going to happen. And, uh, and the, like, the whole way there, it was, like, so brutally hot in there. And it was definitely, like, I don't, like, probably not legal to, like, <laughs> treat people that way. But, like, <laughs> people in the, in the, on the bus were, like, getting mad like going like someone should do something and it's like well what like we paid fifteen dollars for this you guys are gonna it's be like, like the mutiny on the bounty and throw I, out the fucking bus i driver. was like i was like at like a the bus that fought back just like at a full like a such a dirtbag like broke part of my life that i was like all right i can get my money back for this for sure uh but uh but it's like it it had to have been like it had to have been at least 100 degrees on the bus because God. when we got off to change, like, the it was 88 degrees outside, and it felt amazing. <laughs> like, oh, God. But, uh, but the, like, any sort of situation like that, or if I'm in, like, a really long line or something like that, it's like, all right, well, I'm just going to, like, <laughs> buckle down and try to, like, not be fully in my body for this. You when know? you like, are bombing on stage, mm-hmm. do you comment on it or do you just ignore it? I mean, it depends. It, it, like, uh, I, th- I think I have a pretty hard time just like acting like it's not happening. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, I don't know. It's like, and sometimes that helps a little bit to be like, wow, okay, you guys didn't like that at all. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. It's like it depends on the length of the set. But if you're stuck in it for a while, then it is like you gotta be able to be like it's pretty fun like regardless of what you guys think of me it's pretty funny that we're all in this situation <laughs> right now like you don't like this and i don't like this like we everybody both is having it, such yeah. a bad time right now but i have like a contractual obligation to continue this for like another 20 minutes or whatever like you got to admit that that is like Gummy it's gold. maybe not ha ha funny, but it's like <laughs> Kafka funny or something. <laughs> <laughs> Have sports ever caused you to destroy something or to burn a jersey? I'm going to start with Chris because I feel like this has to be a yes. Destroyed something? Sure. My liver, for one. Uh, Hello. Burning stuff? No. When Brett Favre went to the Vikings, <laughs> I sold all my stuff. That was my way of really sticking it to him. I got rid of all my Brett Favre stuff. Just to a couple years later, be like, damn it, I have to buy all that stuff again. Because yeah. I forgave him. Because going to the Vikings was the most Brett Favre thing to ever do. It was well, great. I mean, what like... The whole back half, like the the whole back nine of his career, is so funny. Like <laughs> even still, just a lot of so great funny. stuff. I mean, there was like he had a season for the Packers where he like broke his thumb on his throwing hand, like at the beginning of yeah, the he season. Yeah, he threw the ball and he hit his thumb on the center's helmet. But he never missed a game, so he was just. 
bad. <laughs> right. The team went like league four and twelve or whatever. Yeah, that's like, when we drafted AJ Hawk. Yeah. Uh, because I think he, he threw 21 picks that year. I thought it was like 26. Okay, I'm glad it was. <laughs> could be. It was more than that, 20. 21 feels low, but yeah. <laughs> it's more than one a game, so. Well, you, I mean, there were some of those, you know, mid-2000s years where you'd have like good season, bad season. Mm-hmm. You were like, ah, do we move on from Brett? And then he comes back with like a measly 14 pick season. You're like, okay, <laughs> all right, he but, can still sling it. No, I mean, it was great. Like, every, the way that every part of that went down was so perfect because he left the Packers he went to the Jets and he was okay but then he like showed his dick to a reporter and like that's not I I hate to break out a joke I used like 10 years ago but even his dick pics were getting intercepted Uh (laughs) pretty good stuff oh boy Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um but uh, and then he went to the Vikings and he had like that awesome season. But then it ended with the the Bounty Gate game or where whatever. Where it's like back there were those photos where right. like his whole like it looked like he had like a a, a fucking broken um what you call it femur. femur. It's just like his he just was so messed up. And then his last game was the best because that was the one where they were playing like. Remember the God punched a hole in the roof of the Metrodome? Oh, yeah, that's right. And there was like a snowstorm, and then like snow collapsed the roof of the Metrodome. <laughs> yeah. So they had to play the last game outside at the TCF or uh, yeah, like the the uh, University like, of Minnesota. Stadium. Yeah, I was gonna say like where the Golden and, Gophers like, the played. Under <laughs> the undersoil heating failed, so it was like a fucking skating rink, <laughs> and then he got uh, he got knocked out of the game in the first half and that was it that was, that was the, end the end of the, the street he like separated his shoulder i think it was like but like going into that game i was like he could die like <laughs> <laughs> he wants to die i think like this is the only thing that would really make him happy <laughs> <laughs> he wants to die on the gridiron it's like that i hadn't thought about how much he would enjoy uh defrauding poor mississippians <laughs> of yeah. like yeah. thousands of dollars or whatever yeah then i got rid of all my brett Favre stuff again That's how's he gonna redeem like, himself now <laughs> Yo, you bought it back after that <laughs> yeah. you just pawned it <laughs> you're like, let's see how the season shakes <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, you know what? He's won me over. I'm gonna get it back. <laughs> and then he got caught up in a, a, a fraud conspiracy with, I think, former pro wrestler Ted DiBiase was also. He's a million dollar man that. for yeah. a reason, and that's because of enormous I mean, amounts of wealth and fraud. <laughs> it's so great when they live the gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> Is this kayfabe? Is this part of the story? Uh, since we were talking about the Jets, it's an appropriate time for me to ask, which team would have the ceremonial first cigarette of any NFL team? I feel like it has to be the Jaguars. <laughs> Just because Jacksonville. If I'm in Jacksonville, the I'm ce- definitely picking up smoking. The ceremonial first cigarette? <laughs> yeah, to like kick off their football game, who would be the most likely franchise to embody that dynamic? Mm, I mean, like, Jay Cutler was that guy for oh, yeah. the Chicago Bears. <laughs> Smoking Jay, for sure. That guy rocks. I <laughs> like. I, I mean, he was like, as a Packers fan, that was an incredible run. Because that guy was, like, such a dirtbag and, like, mm-hmm. so likable. Like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I, I was charmed by, like, yes. when oh, yeah. he, like just like look sad and like be like be on the treadmill like looking sad i've never the, had the a bears player make me go 
more than Jay Cutler. <laughs> and it was great because he was like just good enough that they had to keep him, but not yes. but, like yeah. not good enough to actually get him anywhere. So it's just like they had like middle round draft picks. <laughs> they for... had to pay him because it's like, oh, we had Brian Greasy. We have to remember <laughs> Cordell Stewart at the end. Fuck. I mean, he had another. Yeah, like, like Brett Favre, he had a very appropriate and good career coda when he went to the Dolphins, and he was like, "I don't know, my wife wanted me out of the house or whatever." <laughs> yeah. Well, and they, it was just like a one-year, ten million dollar deal after he was retired for a year, and it's like, okay, there are some really motivated athletes out there. I've never seen a guy with so much contempt for both his job and fellow humans. <laughs> yeah. And like, I love that. Oh, I love a sure. guy who sh- I love a pro athlete who shows up fat at the beginning of the season. <laughs> oh, it's so the you're greatest. a big, big Jamarcus Russell fan then? <laughs> oh yeah, I mean Jamarcus was the king. Uh, it's the king. <laughs> the only thing he's the king of. <laughs> like was like Zion Williamson when he like showed up again. He's like 275 pounds or whatever. Like just became enormous. I. Uh, who else? I'm trying to think. Like, uh, oh, Eddie Lacy of the Packers <laughs> also. Cheeseburger Eddie. Who, like, they just found he had, like, dozens of tweets about going to get Chinese food. Except he <laughs> called it China food. That yeah, was right. my favorite part about it. It's, I mean, I guess you're right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I love it. And it's like, cool, man. I'm glad you're having fun. Yeah, when he came to the Seahawks, he started tweeting a bunch about China food. That's what he was most excited about. <laughs> <laughs> a man think, after my you'd own. I think he would have thought Seattle was in China. How much he was tweeting about it. Oh, the also to get back to the question. I don't think I've ever broken anything because of sports. I don't like. I I I think I've like. I've been like pretty unhinged, but I don't think I've ever become violent against. We were anything. gonna burn his Aaron Rodgers bobblehead if he stayed. Oh, okay, I threw mine in the trash, <laughs> or I had a Funko Pop. Like someone gave me a Funko yeah. Pop, and I just threw it away. Yeah, I sold all my shit on eBay. I, first, I made him face the wall for a while. <laughs> <laughs> think about what you've done. <laughs> After he like compared himself to Martin Luther King, it's like, oh god, I was like, all right, you faced the corner. <laughs> oh god, I am once again Wait, in the crosshairs of David when he was on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I fuck, I blocked that out. He's There's like, so many other good reasons. God he, damn it. You know, it's like Martin Luther King said, uh, if you think that there's an injustice, you should like just sort of quietly not do the thing that you don't like, and then when you get caught, act self righteous about. <laughs> I do remember Is Martin that saying that. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was the gist of it. Yeah. <laughs> Malcolm X said that in Ballad or the Bullet, I remember. <laughs> yeah, what about you? Have you ever broken anything? Only one time, and it was partially a, a gag, but during the Fail Mary game, because a bunch of Seahawks fans came up, and then that play happened with the replacement refs. Yeah, there's a lot, of, like, I have a lot of, like, sort of weird memories of just, like, yelling alone in my house or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was one of them, yeah, where it's, yeah. like, my girlfriend at the time had gone to sleep, and I was downstairs watching the game, and it was, like, just, like, fucking screaming, but, uh... Nothing but, ever made conservatives in the middle of the country root for unions more than seeing that horseshit play. <laughs> we need the fucking refs back. Man. I find it unlikely that they managed to connect the dots on that. But, <laughs> but the, I mean, the other game also against the Seahawks was at the same season when they had that when they blew the fifteen point lead at halftime. Like they were up oh, like 16. sixteen to zip at halftime, and then like. 
just like the wheels fell off completely at the end. Like so many things had it's, to go wrong for them to lose that game. It, it took me like eight years to stop being pissed about that game. So basically last year, but oh, now are we talking about no? Are we talking about Brandon Bostic? Yeah, yeah. Can't we can't? We can't. I like kind of I like went though, for a walk. Rogers I like went and walked three miles after that game was over. I, I just went like, on such an emotional. Ro- I was at that game. Oh, I went on such an emotional roller coaster because. With like three minutes left, was that that was here, right? That was yeah. in Seattle, and I paid like eight hundred bucks per ticket. To Not sit shocking in the fucking nosebleeds. Well, they were trying to repeat as champions, man. <sighs> and uh, with like two minutes left, all the Seahawks fans around us are leaving, and they're like, "Good luck in the Super Bowl. Like we're we're pulling for you guys." And then shit starts unraveling. I remember looking at the clock with one fifty-two left in the game. And I was legitimately crying, like, holy shit, like, I'm watching my team go to the Super, this is fucking cool as hell. And then I can't explain how much I was n- I was crying for other reasons as as that continued to unravel. God damn it. Yeah, Why did it we was, bring this up? It was Fuck! really one thing after Fuck! another. This is but... going to be the only non-funny part of the podcast. God I mean, damn it. Out. Well, I don't know. Rogers leaving makes me, like more able to deal with that oh that's exactly it's funny to me i feel like i have closure on that but i mean it to be honest it was pretty funny like not that long afterwards too it was just like mike mccarthy's stupid face like when all that was happening. <laughs> well and the hawks losing in brutal fashion two weeks later made it a little easier to sort of like yeah made people forget our collapse mm-hmm. because you just threw the most famous interception in league yes, history. Yeah, exactly. yeah, that was in pretty dumb. <laughs> yeah, that was. That did make me feel People better. out here got real cocky after that one Super Bowl. Oh, man. I got texted after the NFC title game by a Seahawks fan, like, taunting me, and then after the Super Bowl, <laughs> yep, <laughs> same. how's it going, brother? Hey, yeah. you know what? I have never talked to that person that's again. Like, <laughs> but that's what that talking shit it. is all about, you know? It has to be a gamble. That's, oh, like, yeah. why I always like, like, uh, Patrick Beverly and, like, nasty little guys like that, because, <laughs> like, anyone can talk shit if, like, everyone's like, oh, yeah, Michael Jordan was a great shit talker. It's like, well, anyone can talk shit if they're Michael Jordan. Try, like talking a mountain of shit to like everyone you play against and when you not even seven being points that a game. good like yeah, yeah. <laughs> being like yeah you like you get a stat line once in a while where you score like 11 points yeah. or whatever he got a like, single double and he's like yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right i mean I, i'm a timberwolves fan also so like when they made the playoffs last year and patrick beverly like was running around acting like he won the finals and shit it was like and people were making fun of him and stuff but it's like whatever dude like that's this, who he is this man is so happy yeah, right that's now. authentic you can't yeah. like He's gonna he's gonna shove this in people's faces forever, whether they care or not. <laughs> That's his version of winning a ring. I got the Timberwolves to the playoffs. Okay? <laughs> you no, know you didn't. Like, like I was the seventh best player on the team. That, like, <laughs> not even like, eligible for six man like, of the year. Anthony Edwards scored like thirty five points in that game. <laughs> Patrick <laughs> Beverly's like yes in your face. <laughs> The egg industry is a $10 billion industry. If you could corner any ridiculous market, if you were a mega billionaire, what would it be? Oh, shit. Let's let David tackle that first, because i got to think. That I just I, means, at some point, 
somebody could own all the eggs, right? What's At least the do? year's worth. Yeah, like if Elon Musk wanted to buy all of the eggs for twenty, is that what's happened right now? Is that why egg prices are up? <laughs> somebody just went and was like, "I could have all these fucking things. I'm taking all the eggs." It's a classic corner of the market strategy. Uh, I don't know what I. Yeah, Kit Kats. Just exactly, just one of the products. You can get other shit they make. Just the no people Kit at Kats. Hershey's are like, "Did you see this order?" It's, <laughs> it's like when the pandemic started up and people were like stockpiling hand sanitizer or whatever. Yeah, and toilet and paper. Yeah, and... It's like I've got all of the Kit Kat. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to have to come crawling to me. I it, like I don't know, man. It's like because like so. Like if I was like a huge piece of shit, because like that's like I don't <laughs> I, like I, I feel like I don't know about cornering the industry. I think that I could really be like a good spokesperson for sour cream. I think. That, like, <laughs> I think if you put me out there, I could explain to people that there's like a lot of shit that you wouldn't think to use it in that it is like really good in, like. You mix some in when you're making eggs. That shit is great. <laughs> like oh, the, yeah. doing a press conference outside of like Madison Square. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> you got to believe me. I just bought $4 billion worth of Daisy sour cream. Okay, I really hate sour cream. Really? You so, hate so sour cream? Go, let's do it. Let's. You're the sour cream. I'm, the, I'm the sour cream man. <laughs> no, I think that. That's the title of the episode. <laughs> I'm the sour cream man. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look at me. I'm the sour cream man. I uh, yeah. I, well, I'm trying to think. Like, I it seems like. Uh, is, I, have you seen the new John Wick movie yet? Like the guys who like run all the assassins are like seem to be having a great time. The, <laughs> the bad guy in this new John Wick movie, like every time that it shows him, like giving orders to someone or whatever he's always doing just like an insane rich guy thing like he'll be like just like supervising ballet practice or something like that like he like takes a phone call and then he sits back down and he's alone in a ballet theater while they're doing rehearsal or whatever it's like what is your job like <laughs> doing wealthy stuff that you don't even realize is that wealthy initially like is he taking his kids to select soccer practice <laughs> Jeez, Louise. yeah he's just getting the guac at chipotle <laughs> <laughs> it's like three bucks man i would you will find john wick <laughs> and yes give me the guac and <laughs> how can he tell it's select they have matching bags it's like a zach granky bit <laughs> oh are we almost <laughs> we got a fiver like the Zach Granke bit where he gave an extremely lengthy, almost mentally troubled answer. About <laughs> yeah. That man is mentally troubled, I'll tell you. You know my Zach Granke story. I but. think everyone who can throw, who has like ever thrown a fastball over 100 miles per hour is probably like <laughs> clinically insane. Like I think that you have to be so fucked up to like get to that point. Pedro Martinez has a hair collection or something. <laughs> uh, John Rocker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. John Rocker. Or like John off his rocker. This guy, Bruzdar Gratterall, who plays for yeah. the LA Dodgers. Now he came up with the twins. He was like one of their top prospects. Yeah. But he throws like 
he throws like I think he I think he's topped out at like 104. I think he, he's Christ. like like the fastest fastball but it's like and it has movement on it but it's like he can't really target it so it's just like <laughs> it's just like a killing it machine just sort of feels, out. yeah it's like someone firing mortars at you or something <laughs> like you're like but it's just like he's the f- most fun to fucking watch and he's got a great name he sounds mm-hmm. like he crawled out of like a water world i think he's type. dutch or something like that <laughs> bruisedar mm-hmm. bruisedar is gonna fucking burn your town down <laughs> yeah <laughs> I've read stories about guys like this. <laughs> okay, I know we're almost done, so I'll, I'll I'll go with just one last thing. We'll do a Gucci or Greasy. How's that sound? Yeah. Gucci or Greasy, sharing a bong or a joint with somebody, with a stranger. Okay, so Gucci is like, it's all good. Greasy is like, you can't fucking do that. Sharing a bong or a joint with somebody. Pre-COVID, I would say Gucci till the cows come home. Yeah. But COVID made me think about germs and i'm still gonna say getting high is way more fun so just go for it yeah crazy. you only live once yeah i'm about in the same boat i can't defend it but i'll do it yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I can't get off this train now like i've absolutely shared too many joints at say like ween concerts like there's <laughs> always some guy that's at his 31st ween show that's just ready to rock <laughs> yeah. well, he's got Not his gonna local turn stuff. down free drugs I remember one time I was doing a show in Milwaukee, Oregon, and uh, somebody offered me Coke after the show. I can't do Coke because my heart will explode. Oh, I just yeah. can't. I'm it's not, not even... good for you. We're both high risk but for I, a spook I do death. remember <laughs> thinking. I was on the internet the other day. <laughs> that shit is not good. <laughs> I just remember <laughs> thinking, like, I'm not going to do it, but that was really generous. Coke is not cheap. That is like, nice. That was yeah. really nice. Yeah, that is like, a, it's like, oh. Who said this chivalry is dead? Fucked up guy <laughs> thinks I'm pretty cool. Yeah. This nasty man is like <laughs> seems genuinely on board with what I'm doing here, and that's very nice to hear, you know. All right, well, I think that's it. Uh, we are out of time. Thanks for watching uh, episode nine of the Second Lunch Podcast. Uh, you can buy our koozies, which we all forgot. Yeah, but click the link below if you're interested. And that, uh, also subscribe on social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and the old YouTube, or however you found us. Just subscribe, and I'll stop hassling you about it. Anyway, uh, thanks for watching. Love you all. And, uh, Dave, do you have anything you want to pitch? Not really. I'm at Twitey, T-V-E-I-T-E, on Twitter. That's where I do most of my shit. It's jokes, and then... Like a lot of pro wrestling talk. <laughs> so, <laughs> if that's your kind of thing, then yeah. Should we missed out talking on WrestleMania? Read about me watching AEW on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I'm like a really funny guy. And that, I have like a go. lot of musings and observations that I think you'll enjoy. And then, like, Instagram is at Kill Twitey. That's Kill T V E I T E. And that's where I post most of my shows. Perfect. Fuck yeah. Well, give us all a follow. And uh, thanks for watching.